Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Hello, and welcome to Screen Masters with me, Bav. Yeah, me, Fluff. And today on the show, you join us to talk about what Fluffy deems nostalgia TV. So we will discover together, because that's literally all I've been given, uh, what this entire topic encompasses. Uh, But before we get into that, of course, I must turn to some words today. And the words are that of Seal. And we will say, there used to be a graying tower alone on the sea. You became the light on the dark side of me. Love remained a drug that's the high and not the pill. But did you know that when it snows, my eyes become large and the light that you shine can be seen? Have you you been watching Batman Forever? No, no. That's a song from from, uh, Desert Rose. Oh, Ah, okay. So there we go. He gets on me. the sunny theme. Apologies. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was like, no, that's yeah, fine. No, yeah, I yeah. saw it and I was like, oh my god, because that episode made me laugh so much. Yep. That episode okay. was insane. Um, but yeah, Batman Forever. Yeah, good one. Yeah, that's it. Um, and that really crap U two song was on that as well, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, what did yeah, it hold yeah, me? Yeah. Kiss me, kill me, thrill me, or something? No. Yeah, shit, you, you know what? I think that's actually well done. Well, well remembered there. Yeah, I used to have the soundtrack for that actually, and I'm, I am kind of a fan of that film still, although I haven't watched it in about ten years, so I don't know whether it's just nostalgia or whether it's actually. Well, yeah. you never know. After this one, we might suddenly go. Ooh, let's let's do a. I wouldn't mind weird doing original 90s... four Batman's. Obviously, yeah. we'll just ignore Batman and Robin, but you know. Um, well, you, 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 but to be fair, you know, we could treat it very much like we did, say, you know, Biden. yeah, uh, you know, Spider-Man 3, we just slate it for two minutes and then we call it a day. Yeah, and then leave it at that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so, yes. Uh, right. On to the admin. Let's get that done. So if you want to join the conversation, you can go to facebook.com forward slash the screen masters. Uh, you can post there. You can leave us a message whatever you want to do. Or you can now find us on Twitter at the SM underscore pod. So that's twitter.com forward slash the SM underscore pod, or as we say, at us, if you wish. That's a thing. Um, if you want to go and check out, we assume you found the podcast versions as you're listening to us. Uh, if you'd like to go and look through the back catalogue uh, on YouTube, you can go to bit.ly forward slash yt. So... Now, full disclosure, ladies and gentlemen, I'm currently suffering with a bit of a back issue at the minute, so sitting down is a problem for me. So I haven't really watched very much at all, unless it's short, like Philly, where I can get up every sort of two episodes and wander around a bit before going back for another couple. Uh, So not much to say from me. So Fluff, you got anything you want to bring to the table? Uh, Yeah, so uh, yeah, there's a couple of bits. Um, First of all, happy birthday to Bav. So we're recording on Bab's birthday today, aren't we? Oh, you know. We are indeed. We are indeed. Like I say, it's going to be a really rubbish birthday today because I'm all the tablets I'm on, I can't even have a drink. So, Well, you know, we'll, we'll see come this evening. Me, me and the boys will pop round and we'll see how we go. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll look after you. Apparently one of our friends is willing to stroke your hair this evening. 
don't yeah, know I where that came from. I, yeah, I wasn't sure how I felt about that, but there we go. Yeah, <laughs> you're a liar. You would love it. Don't don't yeah, fucking probably. lie to me. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, there's a couple of news items worth worth mentioning um, because, funnily enough, I, I had uh, I had dinner with uh, with one of our listeners, uh, one of my work colleagues, uh, Mr. Dave Mortimer, uh, this week, and uh, he was telling me uh, uh, how much he's been enjoying the pod, which I'm always glad. I hope everybody is during okay. lockdown um and that sometimes he genuinely doesn't know some of the news because he gets it from our pod so i was like you know what well, let's huh. carry on this trend maybe we um, should keep the news coming then yeah yeah so a couple of bits from this week so uh unfortunately we've obviously uh you know due to ongoing issues in the world more and more films are getting pushed back which is understandable at the end of the day nobody's going to the cinema there's no point in putting a film out there because nobody's going to go and see it which i understand hmm. um, I, I do know that the tenet has you know, caused some sort of resurgence. I was listening to uh, yeah. another film-based podcast that uh, that that uh, was going through the the top ten and the the figures for the box office. Obviously, it's nowhere near where it should be at this time of year, but they do seem to think that that Tenant particularly has uh, helped the situation. Yeah, I mean, it was the film that made me want to go to the cinema because I was like, well, if I'm going to see it, I've got to see it in the big exactly. screen. Really, I'm desperate to see it, but like I say, I can't sit down for what is probably two yeah. and a half hours. Um, so as a result of that, we're, we're obviously hearing uh, more and more films getting pushed back. So this will be the first time in a decade that Marvel have not produced a film this year. So oh, Black Widow yeah, has nothing. been pushed back to next year now. So this is the first time in a decade that we've not had a Marvel film in a year. Now, obviously, occasionally, we've been lucky enough to get two, potentially three, I'm trying to remember, possibly. I think it was um, maybe one or two years we got three, wasn't there? But mostly it's two yeah. a year, isn't it? Nor May and November normally, isn't it? Yeah, so that's going to cause, time. obviously, a bit of restructuring of their release schedule. But I think that's also a good thing. I think, you know, in some ways, uh, a break from big superhero films for a year might, you know, it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing uh, in, in, in some senses. Um, so, yeah, so Black Widow, I believe, has been pushed back to, I think it's May of, of next year. Um, they have announced this week that there is a Nick Fury series in development at Disney+. Plus. I have literally just seen that article. <laughs> as you speak, it came up on my phone as we started recording this. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what? What do you mean Nick Fury's in a Disney Plus yeah. series? So, obviously, I didn't read it because we were recording, but, yeah, oh, go on, then tell me about yeah. it. Uh, so there isn't much to say at the moment. Um, you know, it's, it's I think, in uh, preliminary stages at the moment. Um, all I can tell by the moment is that Samuel L. Jackson has signed on for it. Um, whether he's seen anything or heard anything of, of obviously, uh, you know, WandaVision and, and stuff like that. WandaVision, we obviously had the trailer for this week, which uh, whet the appetite a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, potential introduction of you know future marvel characters etc etc is is going to be interesting as as a whole i think as a as a trailer and how how it's been put together and the show itself intriguing uh you're not your traditional you know superhero thing it looks a little bit more mystery uh based i'm looking forward to what that has to 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 involve whether we get any follow-up from uh the nick fury series based on the end of the spidey film uh and where he was then Who's to say? Um, but I think mm. it's a, I think it's a potential for for something awesome. Uh, could go down the route of Secret Warriors from from the comic books. Who's to say at this moment? Uh, so speculation will be rife until we know any more. Um, yep. 
We've also had, uh, da, 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 let me just check. Oh, yeah, Richard E. Grant uh, has now joined the cast of Loki, uh, which I think is, you know, it's, it's Richard E. Grant. I love Richard E. Grant. He's, he's yeah. fantastic in most things he does. So whatever role he plays will be quite enjoyable. He was one of the few enjoyable things uh, from uh, from a, a, a recently slated uh, Star Wars film. Uh, even though he was just kind of a, a character just thrown in there for whatever sake, he was quite quite enjoyable as a crazy villain. Um, and the only other thing of note uh, on the comic book side of things, uh, which is, let's face it, our brother Mutter, uh, is Aldous Hodge has been cast as Hawkman. Uh, he's a, an actor who I've seen in a number of things. I loved him in Leverage uh, way back. Uh, he's been in a few other things as of late. Uh, but yeah, so he's been cast as, as Hawkman in Black Adam. So, you know, establishing the Justice Society and uh, and Black Adam connection there. So I'm intrigued to see where that goes. Uh, so he's an African-American. And you know what I think for the first time, it's it's really nice to see somebody of, of colour not being put in a whitewashed role, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, I know I'm, the I'm history sure. of Hawkman is kind of a white guy, but you know what, in, in terms of the historical accuracy of the world, yeah, yeah, black guy is actually more appropriate. So I'm very, and I think he's yeah. a fantastic actor. He's one of the things that I actually watched uh, when I was watching Leverage and thought, you know, he's a, he's a good actor. He'll 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 go well. So it's mm. nice to see that that is the case. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, um, like you say, if you look into the history of the Hawkman character, he was originally an Egyptian. Well, yes. an Egyptian yeah. wouldn't be white skinned, would they? So Precisely. it makes perfect sense to me. Obviously, like you say, yes, as they because he's reincarnated over time. I mean, that's the beauty of the character, I suppose. He reincarnates, so you you, you can pick yeah. whoever you want, depending on the timeline you're you're putting them in. So, yeah, no, that's really good. Um, and aside from that, there's not been much on the news front. Uh, you know, I've watched a couple of new bits, but, uh, you know, we'll perhaps do uh, do a review session at some point once you've, once, you, once you've been able to, you know, sit down and watch a thing or two. Mm. Yeah, and obviously, well, trailer for The Mandalorian Season 2. Yes, piqued my interest as well. Uh, Looking forward to that, and again, that should be short enough that I can sit and watch. I managed to get through the first episode of Bake Off this week, and that was an hour and a half long with the kids. So you know, I'm I'm getting there. (laughs) We're getting better. I had to take a break halfway through. That was mainly because Matt Lucas was pissing me off. But there you go. I've got no comment. I don't watch Bake Off. No, no, I know. I'll I'll eat the cake, but I can't be bothered with watching it for two hours and then going, "Mm, I can't eat that cake. Why why am I watching somebody (laughs) bake it? That's just my, you know, if you deliver a slice of that cake to my door once I've finished watching it, I'm all for it. Oh, someone needs to invent that tech, don't they? Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much the the news as it has been for the last week. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Go on then. So. All I got was nostalgia TV. So yeah. go for so, it. I've, I've, got, I've written some bits. I divided it up into a couple of little sections for myself, but it's your, you, your one, your episode. So you this, uh, this mainly came about because, as, as you say, you've been in a little bit of pain recently and not been able to focus on watching anything with too much effort. So this was a an easy one to hopefully put out there. So we're just going to just briefly discuss... Nostalgia TV. Now we are, you know, ju- just to again for the the audience to know, we are children of the eighties. You know, both of us born in nineteen eighty two. Um, so we've we've seen a good chunk of awesome TV, but we've also seen a good chunk of shitty TV. Now, I don't have kids like you do, so you are expertly placed here to kind of give an impression of 
the stuff that we watched as kids and the stuff that they watch now as kids. Mm. From what I've seen, it's shit. Um, it, to put it to put it loosely, it really does not resonate with me anywhere near as well as the stuff way back when did. As you said, uh, I think about your notes, you were like, oh, you know, you put down a few shows and you put down a few theme tunes. I could not tell you any kids TV show now that has an awesome theme tune. I could no. tell you 15 from way back when. Now, I don't know what happened to theme tune creators between then and now. Whether yeah, no, they I, all just died right. um, or what happened. Now, again, I know that it's, it's all a different era and we're catering to different audiences. But it could be better. Um, and, and that's the thing. You know, I look at stuff like Disney Plus and I do know that, that certain people I know who've got kids, show them the awesome, cool TV shows or movies. I know you've you've spoken about... Uh, your youngers have, have watched some of the classic Disney films. Yeah, absolutely. Having, and, uh, uh, my daughter's just finished watching all of Boy Meets World with her mum as well. There you go. See, and there you go. You'd already enough, watched Boy Girl Meets, Meets World, World which was yeah. actually quite good. That is one that I would say, you know, that that was a good one. But why was it good? Because it was, it, it was the kids from it was Topanga and Christ Corey. Corey. It was Topanga and Corey as parents with their children. And the the main character was one of their daughters, so it was called Girl Meets World. And actually, that was quite good. I caught a few episodes of that when she was watching it on and off. So she then went back, yeah, with her mother and watched uh, watched Boy Meets World and thoroughly enjoyed it. So that's one of the few shows that I can think of. Oh, like you say, yeah, I've because I had younger siblings as well in the house. I I was the oldest. I think I watched a bit more, a bit further into. Uh, kids tv than others did because it was on telly for my sister or my brother at the time um and then obviously yes this new batch with my youngest the problem for me is that a lot of it is quote unquote reality tv based Hmm. uh some of the shit that my daughter watches that's on uh even on bbc it's like supposed to be a a real dance troupe and they're they're going for regionals and nationals and stuff because it's american obviously and then the bbc have just bought it and it's i I just sit there and go this is fake this is bollocks this is fake this is bollocks (laughs) how can you not tell this now don't get me wrong we had the fake bollocks tv shows back in our day but they were they were not claiming to be real. They were not claiming to be actual people making yeah. actual decisions. It was a TV show. That was the point. And my daughter argued with me when she first started watching it. And I said, look, I hate to burst your bubble, sweetheart, but you watch the credits at the end of this TV show. I guarantee you there is a script writer and script editor credit in there. Yeah. Not only that, apparently it took five fucking morons to write one of these episodes. I was like, fuck, five people to write mm-hmm. this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a disjoint there. Um, I was going to say that I don't think some of the acting is very good, and potentially that's true, but then, I, to be fair, one of the TV shows that we will mention later, I bought the entire box set of at uni. Um, because I was like, yeah, that's great. I remember that show. It was brilliant. And I watched two episodes and my face had <laughs> so hard during those two episodes that I've never watched any more since. In fact, I don't even think I've still got it. Mm-hmm. If it is, it's in the loft somewhere. I think I sold it or something because I was like, oh God, this is not as good as I remember. Yeah. 
Um, so I mean, that's the thing when we when we think of like TV nostalgia. Uh, yeah, I, I I do throw it back to to the eighties. Now the prime for me. Now we'll obviously touch on uh, you know like Saturday morning cartoons or just you know that that kind of stuff. But there was also like that Saturday evening kind of action uh, adventure kind of era as well, where you had stuff like the A Team and Night Rider, which yep. you know, Bye-bye. oh my god, I mean. I love. I, I. I even to this day, I love the A Team. Um, you know. Oh, it's brilliant. I mean, it's not. It's crap because oh, every yeah, every episode is the same formula. But yeah. uh, you know, TV shows now still do that. Look at look at a TV show like House. It was always the medical mm. malady of the week for many many seasons. In fact, all the way through to the end, it's just that as you develop that character. You, and the characters around him, you can then start to create stories within the characters instead of falling back on the trope you've established. Uh, Smallville was always about the meteor freak of the week, yep. wasn't it? You know, oh, someone else says, oh, look, I found this random piece of meteor and it's in the water this time, so it's going to do this, or I'm going to put it in a fucking car and do a Fast and the Furious episode. You always have to fuck go back to Smallville. sake, Pete. For fuck's sake, Pete Ross. <laughs> fucking hell. Um... But, you know, as again, as they developed, I mean, obviously the characters were, weren't as well-rounded and weren't as good, but, you know, they, they at least tried to play into character storylines rather than falling back on the Meteor Freak of the Week trope. Uh, Buffy was a yeah. similar thing, wasn't it, to start with? And then as it developed, you, you could play between the characters and, and their interplay rather than having to have an external force coming in. Yeah, uh, this was an era where, again, same with the, the cartoons as well. Whereas now, you would get series. Uh, again, I, uh, you know, having recently checked um, news and various things, I think the the next Spider-Man TV series, which is coming to Disney Plus, uh, is is all kind of focused on uh, on Venom uh, mm. and uh, and stuff like that. It's it's an overarching you know season season long story. We didn't really get that necessarily when we were kids. Um, you know, we got stories which kind of went over a season maybe but each individual episode felt very separate it covered a specific character or a particular storyline thread whereas that doesn't always necessarily appear to be the case now but again this is me there are a couple of examples i can say that break that rule uh the because so going to the saturday morning tv so Looking at our audience, they are overwhelmingly american according to the new analytics i've got since we switched to acast overwhelmingly uh, U.S. audience is listening to this. Whether it's some of the stuff we're going to talk about, know. We'll I know over but, their heads. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we both watch Cultaholic. At the end of the day, Very they true. rant on about English stuff, and they're a predominantly American audience as well. Yeah. So you yeah. know, but there was a, a thing in the UK during our our childhoods of Saturday morning TV. So there was a TV show that would be on, presented by some people, and. In that show, you'd get all the japery and fun and there'd be gunge and there'd be quizzes and stuff like that. And then you'd get cartoons on as well, usually split into two parts through a particular thing. So that's the first place I saw the X-Men animated cartoon and the Spider-Man animated cartoon of a similar age. Those ones, actually, when we look back now, a lot of those are multi-part episodes that, mm-hmm. that go on. I mean, the, the, America, the X-Men telling of the dark phoenix story is incredible (laughs) probably the best version of it we've seen to date even you know um so they're they're but they are the only two i mean you're absolutely right a lot of the other stuff you used to see on there again particularly on the so i remember stuff like going live was the Mm -hmm. first one i remember and then live and kicking kicking yeah and then 
I switched over to SMTV after that, which was that yeah, was BBC really to that. ITV. Oh, so yeah. I switched over to ITV for that one. Um, but I didn't watch that much of that because that sort of came in at the end. Sorry. We also had Channel 4, like Sunday mornings on Channel 4. It's like, yeah, yeah, Saturday, just randomly Saturday used to be BBC that. ITV, and then Sunday mornings it would be like a chunk uh, of like, ah, oh, Sharky and George, I remember, was one. Yeah, and Sharky then you had like California George. Dreams and, and stuff like thank that. You, which... Thank you. I couldn't remember that one. <laughs> My notes on the other page were like, Cal- is it California Dreams? California yes. Dreaming? Because I've grouped them with. Uh, stuff like, well, Saved by the Bell is the TV yeah, show that, I was yeah, talking about. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I, I bought the entire box set of that thing and I watched two episodes and I cringed so hard my face nearly fell off, so I got yeah. rid of it. I and, don't and know. I, I haven't enough. revisited the college years to know whether that was any better. Oh, God. Oh, the God, new yeah, class the sucked. Years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the new class did suck. Uh, and then we also had, but we've also got it being redone again now, aren't they? Um, with what's-his-face. Uh, Zach Which Morris one? is supposed to be like the governor Mark Paul or Gosler. something like that. Um Jesus Christ! I, uh, and and yeah, the, the twist the... is the other one along that theme. I remember as well. If you remember that, the Australian, Australian one, one. That was really it weird. Was it had a bit weird. of a, a weird vibe, didn't it? Yeah, it was a bit Almost horror a in bit places. Mis- um, yeah, exactly. It was. Yeah. It was quite on the edge. I seem to remember. I mean, I'm sure I'll watch it now, and it's just slapstick hilarity. But you know, totally. I, yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. it as being a little bit more edgy and a little bit more grown up. You know. Yeah, you don't. You, you didn't think. Oh, yeah, great, uh, great kind of. Uh, you know, Saturday morning TV. But uh, th- there was a, there was another couple that came out of Australia, and I cannot remember for the life of me the name of them. I know one of them was Heartbreak High, but that was like a weekly. Oh Christ! Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was a weekly one, and uh, and and there were various other ones. But yeah, they, they surprisingly did uh, some awesome ones. Right, so let's let's backtrack a little bit, and then we'll move ourselves forward because. I'm sure both of us have probably got enough notes uh, but between the two of us to to fill in a Saturday, Sunday morning, uh, you know, mm. TV show listing. Uh, so like you say, for me, going back, uh, you know, the, the early kind of ones that I remember from Saturday morning was stuff like The Raccoons. Um, I can love that show. That is, yep, that's one I've got here. And we, I think we talked about this recently, how there are certain shows where I could not, tell you what the plot is for half of that but i remember the theme tune was fucking yeah. awesome it's it's brilliant run with us we got everything you need you could remember run it better than us. i ah oh, i i used to love that show love it because it started with a little voiceover bit and i can't remember that yes bit, but... and oh, then it God, went yeah yeah, the yeah the... and the song See, it... was brilliant if it wasn't for copyright and, and the way it is now, we we, we try and, and throw a few of these in, but um, yeah, sadly, we'd we'd probably get uh, demonetized or whatever. No, no. Well, phrases. I can I can chop it out the YouTube version. I might see if Wayne can chuck a few of these in the end. We'll see what but, we yeah, can do. That, we'll the raccoons one deserves to be heard for yes. anyone that hasn't heard it because it, it it's not even a theme. It's like a it is a song <laughs> for a minute. Yeah, it, like, I, I I can't remember, it either, but yeah, again, it's like duh, 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 duh. yeah, I can remember bits of it in my head but um but that was it It it's like saturday morning tv like when you're a kid just watching cartoons on a saturday morning was awesome now again like for me you know saturdays as well was always like i don't don't know why they stopped doing this but the bbc used to put a ton of tom and jerry on as well didn't it yeah yeah i remember the tom and jerry stuff yeah and again similarly to you when you say about um say by the bell i went and bought 
you know, a good couple of seasons of Tom and Jerry. And surprisingly, you could just put that on in the background. Oh, yeah. And I did when I was at uni and just put it on. And surprisingly, like a couple of hours would go by. And it That's would it. I did the same with uh, Looney Tunes. I've got tons yes. of Looney Tunes DVDs because I fucking loved Looney Tunes. And again, that, that leads me on to sort of the stuff that, that they did around our age that was on a similar theme, which was uh, Animaniacs, which yeah. I believe they're remaking again. Um, do you remember Tiny Toon Adventures? That was a like the bit. younger versions of them. I really remember it because I remember I had a couple that they did a couple of video games of it and I had them on the Game Boy and I played those things to death. Absolutely to death. But I mean, Animaniacs was incredible. Any one of our generation still knows Pinky in the Brain. Oh, God, yeah. If, yeah, if you I... don't know the main Animaniacs, I probably couldn't tell you the name of the main Animaniacs. Okay. But I remember Pinky in the Brain. What are we doing yeah. today, Brain? <laughs> Today we're doing the same the thing we do every other day. Take over uh, the world. And that's the thing. Again, you watch it now and you realise how much Pinky is the brain and, and brain is actually an idiot. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just, a yeah. brilliant dichotomy in it. Yeah. Um, but again, like, so th- th- this is where, uh, you know, a little bit more Britishy, uh, perhaps. I remember stuff. Now, I had a, because I had a conversation with my brother last weekend. Uh, so it was his, it was his 40th. So again, that was kind of what made me, I was suddenly like, Jesus, I'm almost 40 as well now. Um, you talk about some of these TV shows. Now, we, we came up with a few that we each of us kind of remembered one, but couldn't remember the other. So I'm just going to re- read off a couple. Sure. The Family Ness. Yep, got that one. Yeah, there you go. Um, Bertha. And I, can, I can remember bits of that one. Um, Bertha, my mum, you talked to my mum about Bertha. She, I was obsessed with Bertha. And again, I remember it. <laughs> Bertha, oh lovely, lovely Bertha. Bertha. Yep. Sometimes I think you're a dream. Okay, uh, okay, you remember. You remember the, the that was the well, Postman though. Pat, the same guys that did Postman Pat. I think it was Cosgrove Hall, I want to say, but I'm not 100% sure on that. They were an animation team that did that. And Bertha and Charlie Chalk as well. Okay, I, was I don't say remember probably... Charlie Chalk the TV show as well. But I obviously Charlie Chalks were like a a soft play place inside yeah. pubs for a while. Um, so that that's why it sticks in Charlie Chalk sticks in my head. I don't remember the TV show very well though. But I'm fairly uh, sure they were the people responsible for those. I mean, uh, from from what my mum tells me, and I do remember, I was a huge Thomas and, uh, Thomas the Tank Engine fan when I was. Yeah, absolutely. Good old Ringo uh, Starr narrating that. Yeah, that God was knows, it. God knows how you Americans, if because I've I've seen some of the American episodes and it just doesn't work no, without no, without Ringo. Him, it's Ringo and his his sultry tones just doesn't yeah, work. Like as the well. fat controller. Uh, it's just brilliant. Uh, again, that's those are the little things you 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 forget about how somebody like Ringo Starr. It was not synonymous to me with. The Beatles or music. Yeah. He was the guy who I did. I was Thomas a teenager Tank. or whatever. Did I discover? <laughs> oh, you were the drummer in the Beatles. Oh Christ! I just thought you were, you were Thomas. You did Thomas. <laughs> um, another one. Another one that my, me and my brother discussed. Ivor the Engine. Do you remember Ivor the? Engine? I do remember Ivor the Engine. Not hugely oh. well, but I do remember it. Yeah, because it was. I remember the animation style was quite simple, and he he stood on the back and stuff. Yeah. I, you know, I I did actually watch uh, a couple of episodes this week, um, just to try and remind myself a little bit of that one. And like you say, the animation style is absolutely beautiful. It's so very unique. Um, mm. But what I also love, and I can guarantee you an American audience would sit there and, uh, no offense to you guys, but you would probably sit there and go, what the fuck are they saying? Because 
it's it's in that very Welsh dialect. Um, yeah, and it's one of the things that I actually love about that kind of stuff back then that we had, you know, a northern accent. We had, you know, the family nest. Yeah, Ringo Scottish Stars, accent. We had regional. We actually had yeah, regional exactly accents. Right. Now everything you watch is all the freaking same, I find. Uh, a lot, yeah. Because, again, a lot of it is Americanized, uh, American stuff that we've, American product that we've brought in. I mean, again, my daughter does, you know, I, I was doing regional accents before I could do an American accent by a long way because I was more exposed to regional accents. My daughter has got an American sort of a, you sort of standard, what I would consider to be the, the prissy teen California accent. She's got that down pat and has done for years be- mm-hmm. because of her exposure to that accent as compared to uh, more British accents. And I'm not yeah. saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's, you know, it's just that's the way things have gone. Yeah. And uh, she absolutely loves it when I slip into my American accent to, to mock mm. her. Um, you know, I sound like Foghorn Leghorn. I was going to say yours is yours is essentially Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. That, that's there, there, there's a reference. For, for well, I say, I say, I say. Well, I say, I say, I say, boy. Um, yeah, that uh, that really winds her up, and she just stops when I do that. So it's great. It's great to uh, the, the cringe to... is palpable when you do that. You're absolutely. Oh yeah, right. yeah. That's the thing. I can see you just sitting across, just grinning like, yeah, it's flat, <laughs> but at least he's stopping her from doing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, on. carry on your side. Oh, well, I was just. Uh, there's one here that I I adore, and it's another one that I'm sure was Disney, and I I don't think is on Disney Plus. Like the great omission of Tailspin not being on there as well, because obviously we yeah. things like Darkwing Duck and, yeah. and those sort of ones back in the day. Um, gummy bears. Oh, yes, we talked Fucking about this recently. Gummy bears. It is on there. It is, is it? on there. It is, and I know it is because it's another one with a great theme. Gummy bears bouncing here bouncing and there and everywhere. La yeah. la la. I don't know the rest, but yeah, I love that. Obviously, I've mentioned Chippendale Rescue Rangers before. Oh. Ducktales. Yeah. All of that stuff. And again, I don't mean the remake of DuckTales that they've done yeah. now. That's all CG and stuff. It's the old school one. Um, uh, playing on the accents thing as well, actually, would be the the original sort of Fireman Sam. Uh, when oh, it was actually God, like yes. stop motion animation. Fireman Fireman Sam. Sam. The, hey. <laughs> Norman Price! <laughs> and I watched that so much. And again, that's even one that when my children were very young, mum still had my fireman sam videos so she used to if she was looking after the children she'd put the fireman sam videos on and and eva would sit and watch those and my sons watch some of it and again i don't mean the new cg version i mean the old school when it was proper animation it was so good yeah i uh obviously don't have kids but if i did then i i'm i'm that kind of parent that would be like we're not watching this newfangled shit let's watch some classic because it just it also for me just uh again having sat around uh you know with your kids and uh, and our friends as well at various points i've sat and i've had the absolute displeasure of watching some of these truly abysmal tv uh programs now obviously stuff like in the midnight garden and and all that kind of stuff oh, Christ, I, yeah. I understand um where some of that i hated from. that when it first came out uh, i really sorry. do and i i've always said it's it's actually if you look at it it's the saddest thing ever right because it starts with iggle piggle is alone on his boat sailing right and when he goes to sleep so it, it and and it's even this is on screen like they show this and he's like on this endless ocean and he's on his own in this tiny little boat floating along 
And when he goes to sleep, it's the only fucking break he gets because he gets to go off to his magic garden <laughs> and play with his friends until he wakes up in the morning and realizes that he's still floating alone in an endless ocean. Actually, really fucking sad when you look at it. But of course, the kids don't care because it's got Macapaca yeah. and his trumpet in it. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was it was weird watching some of this stuff when uh, your your two were a lot younger, and I was just sitting there going, "What is this stuff?" and why am I watching it? But I was around your kids, so I, you know that yeah. that was all they. One of the ones, it. one of the very young ones um, that they watched that I do like is Hey Dougie. That is actually quite funny and has some good in jokes for adults. And I don't mean like rude humour. I mean sight gags and visual gags and things. Um, and it's narrated by Alexander Armstrong, and I very much like his voice for it. Um, I, I never had a problem with things like Peppa Pig. That was always okay. I thought Peppa herself was a fucking cow um but you know um but i preferred when the kids started watching it ben and holly's little kingdom from the same people that one was always much better um was but that was genuinely funny at times i have laughed out loud to that before but like you say the few and far between i can't i can't list you any more that i've been truly on board with of the sort of very young stuff that that my children have watched um so again like i'm gonna throw a few um... I'll keep going, yeah because i've got i've still got lists and lists oh, i've got of... I've, I've got a good chunk but i, I feel yeah, that we'll, we'll get to that stuff um, and then we'll go into the saturday night tv stuff yeah yeah um so again like i remember again so this is this is more the british uh you know side of kids tv now it was stuff like danger mouse yep i love fantastic mouse. one of uh david jason's finest hours yes and... what was his other finest hour Candocula. Candocula, which is actually ridiculously filled with innuendo, I realise now. Yes. Yeah, I may have said yeah. before, but I, I looked at the back of a box set the other day, and it, it uh, well, years ago, and there's an episode called No Sax, Please, We're Egyptian, with a sa- him playing a saxophone. I was like, blimey, that's a bit close. Mm. Um, but yeah, Christ, they were fucking brilliant. And yeah, when you look back and you're like, that was David Jason. Yeah. David Jason Rainbow, you know, doing the voices in that is that's insane when he was yeah. Delbo. Um, even stuff like uh, Trapdoor, do you remember Trapdoor with the claymation? Uh, feed me! That stuff was, that. I mean, that that was the stuff that was predating, you know, Ardman animation. And, and you look at something like that and. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, was it Morph? I want to say Morph. It still looks cracking today as well. Morph, Morph was brilliant. And again, they still kind of do that now. Um, the kids have watched bits and pieces of that because someone's, I think Ardman have uh, now oh, own okay. the rights to Morph and they've, they've brought it back, I think. Um, so there's been some stuff of that. And thankfully, they've, it's still clay. You know, it's still claymation. It's You can see the fingerprints on it as you're watching it, you know. So that's really nice. I was really worried they'd change it to a CG monstrosity, but they totally didn't. Um, yeah, Trap another brilliant. Don't you another British one. Now, again, this was more... Um, I, re- I remember going through like weeks and weeks of watching this stuff, and I never saw anybody start it and end it because you were kids and you never took all that in. But do you remember Nightmare? Yeah, yeah. Mate, I, that, that is written <laughs> in massive font yeah. over two letters. Because I was like, fucking yeah. Nightmare? I religiously, mate, Friday yeah. afternoon, religiously i never missed a fucking episode of that thing like you say i, I couldn't tell you the first no, episode and no, the last no. episode but i know that as soon as i discovered that thing i never missed a goddamn episode of it i loved so it for, 
And I mean, uh, I was just going to say, for, go on, for go those on, who don't know, it. Nightmare was. I do think that one deserves explaining because yeah, I, I genuinely uh, yeah. think that was incredible at the time. What they were doing was oh, yeah. brilliant at the time. I, I, you know, I still think it would be a great thing to do now. I think it would work. You just do it in VR yeah, instead. Exactly. Uh, so the premise of this was that you had a, a team, and uh, you know, you had a few people uh, who who were kind of the behind the scenes people with uh, whoever they. I can't even remember what the name of the the narrator or the person that was was doing it with them it was uh but anyway one of dungeon master? Oh, sorry can't remember i want to say dungeon master but yeah. go on yeah. you carry on i'll do some live googling Lovely. uh so the premise of this was that you had a team and one of these team members uh was going to walk into a room with a helmet on that helmet completely obstructed their view so they are now having to rely on their teammates to direct them uh left or right you know moving forward moving backwards and stuff but basically, the premise was that each room that they go into is a puzzle uh, and could lead to uh, a boss or basically a big green screen in front of them where the person with the with the helmet on couldn't see shit. Whereas we at home could see this uh, this weird kind of again, I just remember ones with like just eyes, just like a wall with eyes and a mouth. And it yep. was just the freakiest thing. And it would ask them puzzles uh, and, and ask them to solve riddles and stuff like that. And basically, as they went on, they would be able to go through, uh, you know, to further rooms and, and get to more dangers and stuff like that. But it was just making one person just move about left, right, uh, forward, backwards. It was the most bizarre thing, but absolutely captivating. Oh, there's some fascinating stuff on here. Um, it was inspired by the the guy who created it called Tim Child. Uh, was uh inspired by the way they do the weather reports and the way they were using blue screen uh to to put the weather forecasts behind the you know put the map of the world uh, map of the country behind them eight seasons it ran for between 1987 and 1994 and apparently it was revived for a one-off special by youtube in 2013 I think I heard about that, but obviously, that, but, you know, don't... Uh, the Dungeoneer is what the one member who goes in, and they wear the Helmet of Justice. Mm. Blocks their field of vision uh, to just around their feet. And then, they, yeah, they have to get guided by their friends. Oh, God, I loved that show. So good. Yep. Such a good um, But while we're touching on, on uh, you know, dungeons and things, Dungeons and Dragons. Yep, I remember that as well. Yep. Um, which I loved uh, because it wasn't, again, like when people talk about Dungeons and Dragons, you think, oh, uh, you know, the, the RP kind of side of things, which we've I think we've di- discussed it was something that we'd love to do at some point. But this was just the cartoon where each of the kids had, a, you know, one of them had a magical shield, one of them had a magical staff, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And it was all about them finding their way home. Yes. Um. And what I didn't, you know, did did you ever know that they'd never actually shot the final episode for a number of reasons? Uh, but one of the main reasons was because the TV studio that had it never wanted the final episode to go out because it was a syndicated TV show. It mm-hmm. meant that they could just loop it constantly, but they never wanted it to have a finale because then people would stop watching it on reruns. Huh. Nuts. But there is actually a script out there for the final episode, 
which shows them getting home or gives the I think it's that thing of they, they either can go home or they can stay and continue to fight and all this kind of stuff. I can't remember how it ended, but just a weird, wonderful little cartoon, I remember. So we'll go through a few more of the uh, the, the, the cartoony sides and, and then I say, start mo- moving our way over to the live action. I say, um, I've still got some more so, British ones that we haven't touched on. Oh, feel free. Jump in, uh, jump in. Sooty. Sooty, oh, sweep and sue. How the, fuck, how the fuck have I not got yeah. Sooty on here? I don't know. Jesus. Rainbow? I've got a bit in Sooty and Sweep in the other room. I know you have. Uh, yeah. Rainbow as well. Dippy Bungle and George. That was a bit bonkers for me. Um, oh, I love that. I, that... Love that. I mean, I remember it very young again. Obviously very young. Uh, the Wombles. I was always a big fan of the Wombles. I've got a, a little Orinoco plush. Because mm-hmm. he was my favourite Womble. Um, uh, this uh, morph came from Christ. What was his name? Tony Hart. Oh, Tony Hart, yeah. And his TV, their his arts-based TV show was Heart Attack. No, Heart. No. Heart something. Oh, I can't remember, but he had a because yes. I was going to say Art Attack is obviously one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the original Neil Buchanan Art Attack. Um, uh, Finders Keepers. Yeah. Do you remember that that Neil yeah. Buchanan did? Yeah. Um, Funhouse. Funhouse, yeah. With Pat Sharp. Sharp. Got to have that. Chuckle Vision as well. Classic God, back yeah. in the day. Um, made Marion and her Merry Men. Yes. Yeah. I remember Mary that Washington. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's some of the other. Oh, uh, Brum. Did you ever watch Brum? Brum? It was a little yellow car that was sentient somehow. And drove around. I really remember it because it was based in... I mean, again, I had videos and stuff of it because I liked it so much. But um, it was maybe this is one of the ones that was perhaps going... As I was coming out of it, but my sister was coming into kids TV. Mm. uh, Because there is six years between us. So, you know, there was enough of a gap. Um, But it was all shot around Birmingham. And my nan lived just down the like 200 yards away from uh, a bridge that was featured in the opening sequence so always always stuck in my head um i remember a tv show called pigeon street as well pigeon street yeah i remember pigeon street and penny crayon that's another one that i remember the theme far more than i remember anything else it was penny crayon can draw anything she likes from da 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 And she used to draw stuff with her crayon and it had come to life. Pigeon Street was awesome. I remember that. Yeah, Pigeon Street. And Button Moon as well. That was another early one. Yeah, that was where like Bagpuss and all that kind of stuff was. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff. I also have a memory of the Shoe People. The Shoe People. That's it. And uh, <laughs> Raggy Dolls was another one. Raggy, yeah, that was yeah, I'd live, yeah, on my list. Uh, I'm just, Raggy Dolls, I'm just ticking. Raggy As Dolls. we go, I'm just ticking them all off. That's it. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had some stuff. I used to do something. Um, do you remember when the Big Breakfast was on? Yeah, and that was obviously a weekday thing. So this was a you know the equivalent of. I don't know, Good Morning America or something, but yeah. absolutely pitched at kids yeah. rather than adults. And it yeah. was sort of the kids wake up breakfast show on Channel 4 it was back in the day. Uh, Johnny Vaughan and Denise Van Outen were always my favourite team. No, that one, was... no, not for me. Chris Evans and... Uh, oh, 
Gabby Roslin. Gabby Roslin, thank you. Yes. Yeah, I was never a fan of Gabby. You see, that was the problem. I don't mind Chris because obviously he then went on to do Don't Forget Your Toothbrush and stuff, which I was always on board with, and TFI Friday. Oh, that, that was really oh, good. The, hi- the highlight well. of, uh, of Friday entertainment That's way it, back man. when. Um, but I used to wake up at 6 a.m. because Big Breakfast started at 7 I used, mm. or half 6 or something. And I used to wake up at 6 a.m. because Channel 4 would always put some sort of cartoon on before it. And because it was such an early slot, they used to show things in order properly. Mm. And I discovered a TV show then that I've since discovered in researching was actually only run from 1981 to 1982. So I must have been watching reruns of it because it was mm. before my time. But it was called Ulysses 31. Yes. And terrible. was essentially a retelling of Homer's The Odyssey set in the 31st century. <laughs> that show was fucking brilliant and again i i'm not going to do the theme because it's very very high pitched <laughs> and it goes and goes up and down all the way through it but it was fantastic um that's Jason also the the first warriors. Place. uh you see i don't remember that i remember that that was another one that was, that, that i saw in this research and i was yeah. like everyone talks about that and i do not remember it yeah um uh that was the first place i saw sharky and george the yeah. crime busters of the sea um and banana splits as well which again i think was earlier than our time but was being mm. rerun in that slot mm-hmm. um but that was funny it was just people in banana suits running around the house again it's been remade now in a sort of animated form but um you mentioned dog tanya obviously things like thundercats he-man that sort of stuff um oh i mean yeah i mean i was going to say i mean you you go down that avenue there you you you're hitting like transformers which for yeah, me yeah exactly was, which was uh, i mean again all the hanna uh, barbera stuff the flintstones yeah. wacky but race, i mean how Jetsons. how influential um transformers was not not the shitty michael bay nonsense no no the, the actual cartoons. original cartoon i mean i loved the transformers i had loads when i was a kid and i swear mm. my mum still got some in her loft somewhere which i'm you'll hoping, find them uh, i'm hoping we'll find uh when we start going through because that's you know she wants to start doing these things now clearing out lofts and garages and stuff like that hopefully i'll find some treasures but even even still i remember back when uh you know my my late teens um trying to go around and buy all the videos because this is before we had the dvd box sets and stuff like this so i was still going around trying to buy the videos um i've got them all in the loft still yeah they're the only vhs's i've kept Um, but again, it was just having all of those together and, uh, you know, some of them were just phenomenal. And Transformers the movie is still, hands down, one of the best fucking movies I've ever watched with one of the best soundtracks of all oh, yeah. time ever. You got the touch. You got Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. You know what? This is the, This is where I think... Hollywood is is missing a trope. Uh, when they do some of these films, stuff like Transformers, put in "You've Got the Touch" for Christ's sake, you know, yeah. playing in someone's stereo in the background yeah. or something. Because yeah. uh, that, that's the sort of Easter egg thing that we'll pick up on that will get turtles. to us. You yeah. know, again, the, the the Turtles cartoon, phenomenal, loved it. Yeah. It was a huge Turtles fan. The film teenage, came out... uh, the American viewers, it was Sorry. called Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles Hero over turtles, here because yeah. our I don't know, I guess it was the government or the standards agency or whatever decided that Ninja Turtles were were too vicious for us. So we had to have Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Yeah, again, the theme tune for that, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, 
any time I played the computer game and that came on, oh man, that was. Yeah, I've that got was... that from the NES. I've got the yeah, original NES that game it, that I they remember. did. Uh, but again, like you, uh, you know, they missed it because we'll get to, to some of the Marvel ones in a minute. But they missed the trope of, of of putting those theme tunes into the films and doing something a little bit special. Now I know they did say, I'm sure they did something when uh, they did Bumblebee. I could be wrong, but I sure there was the like. I'm sure there was an Easter egg in Bumblebee. I feel like Probably. there was, but it's a while since I've seen it. I know you saw it more recently. So you yeah, might. I've seen it a couple of times actually because I watched it with I watched it myself and then watched it with the children. Mm. Um, yeah, I really like that film. Actually, it's very good. Heidi Steinfeld, um, very good. So yeah, we go over to where well, I say the the, the Marvel side. I oh, remember... I'm sorry. Before you go to Marvel, oh yeah, Mask. Mask, yes, that was another That's one. Another Sorry. one, yes. Because I, I like Thundercats. I remember having all the toys and the big yes. tank. Yeah, I had the big stain with mask. I had, I had the the cars that they used and stuff. Yeah, yeah uh, I think yeah. my Boulder Hill. That was it. My brother had Boulder Hill. I remember that. That was the Ooh. big mountain base. That was That's awesome. Uh, two more that I, uh, just on the British side. I think Super Ted and Banana Man. Yes, now. Do you want to hear the funniest thing about Super Ted? No joke. The funniest thing. So this was when I was younger, and uh, and she'll kill me because uh, you know if, if, I'll tell her that I've, I've mentioned this, and she will absolutely okay. kill me. She won't listen, but she'll kill me. Mm-hmm. My mum actually once dressed up as Super Ted, like in what? the whole yeah, as the whole outfit, like you know when you know when when you saw people in you know those big you know outfits that that are these characters, yeah. so. My mum, when I was young, um, dressed up as Super Ted. I don't remember the ins and outs of it, and I will quiz her on this for another day. But yeah, she uh, it was like I was at a school or something like this, and yeah, in comes Super Ted in this outfit. And I didn't find out until later that, yeah, my mum was actually in the Super Ted outfit. Um, and she looked badass, by the way. You know, she proper yeah. full-on Super Ted. And uh, yeah, even... Even to this day, I'm like, I'll, I'll mention Super Ted. She go, oh, I remember that. Album. And it's just the funniest damn thing because you kind of go, shit. Like, no, not many people would remember Super Ted, but I do because my mum dressed up as Super Ted once. Um, Our American friends get all the Jerry Anderson stuff. Because again, I was a huge fan of uh, Thunderbirds, Captain Scarlet, Stingray. They were as big of a fan. Bang on my time. Thunderbirds, particularly, because again, that links me into sort of uh, Blue Peter that I watched as I got slightly older. And if if anyone watched Blue Peter within a certain time period of years, everyone remembers Tracy Island because they told you how to make Tracy Island. I'm sure they did two or three times. Crap and sticky back plastic as it always was. But it Um, always looked badass. That was. Oh, yeah, it looked incredible. Mine looked like shit by the time I'd finished, but I didn't give a crap. It had a place for my Thunderbird 2 and my Thunderbird 1. I was fucking laughing and obviously i think i've probably mentioned before i've got the entire captain scarlet on dvd mm. and again i thought that one was um i don't know that that one is slightly older and slightly edgier um and stingray i i remember watching stingray but it's one of those it's the themes in my head that's just what's in my head all the time is stingray stingray yeah i remember the theme totally i just in my uh... head yeah, the puppeteery. Kind I remember of stuff there was like, a, yeah, the marionette stuff. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, that was all the Jerry Anderson stuff. I remember there was a Joe ninety, but I never watched that. And there was Terror Hawks. And I saw this picture doing the research last night, trying to remind myself of some of these things. Or like you say, you know, just listening to some of the themes that I thought was like, oh yeah, this one's good, isn't it? And put it on. That he did one called Terror Hawks, and the main image for Terror Hawks 
scared the shit out of me as a kid terrified me i may post it on twitter at some point and put it out there for uh for any of the listeners if you want to go and have a look but that scared the shit out of me so again i'm just trying to again i'm trying to think of visionaries visionaries uh visionaries sorry visionaries do you remember them rings a bell kind of so these were uh, – th- this was a cartoon which I remember because they made a very short number of them. And it was about um, a-, a bunch of people it- set in this kind of post-apocalyptic era where, uh, you know, electronics had pretty much gone, you know, kaput. So they had to revert back to oh. magic. Oh, yeah. Oh, crikey. Yeah, I see what you mean. Visionaries, yeah. Knights of the Magical Light. Knights of the Magical Realm, yeah. That was fantastic, again, uh, because I remember, like, they sold the toys, and this was in an era where, you know, toy wow. sales were massive. And they had these weird, cool holographic things on their chests and, and yeah. stuff like that, which was their animal. Fantastic. Yeah. Do you know how many series they produced of that? Two? One. One, there, yeah. yeah. 13 episodes. Yeah. Uh, like, they, 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 it was, it was a, a short-lived toy line. Yeah. They did do, I think hmm. a few years ago, uh, bring it back as as they often do in comic book form as well. I think they kind of carried it on. Yes, uh, that's maybe where I'm thinking of it from. That yeah. is maybe where I'm thinking of it from. I also remember there was one who had, what is it? Speed of a Puma. And it's literally just popping back into my head now. Speed of a Puma, Sight of a Oh, God. Yeah, uh, Lone have a Star horse? or something? Brave Star. Brave Star. There you Brave go. Star. Was that? Oh, yeah, that sounds right to me. Hang on. Let me quickly. Uh, Brave Sorry, Star guys. does sound about right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eyes of a Hawk. Uh, strength of a Bear. Yeah, there we go. Oh, it was an American one. So our American viewers might actually know this one. Yes, an American Space Western. Space Western. 1987 to 1988 in syndication. Yeah, See, we, even even we're surprising ourselves with some of the stuff. Oh, of course, the original Ghostbusters cartoon shit. Yeah, and again, that. it's the. Hang on, I'm trying to remember the the thing. Right, so the guy. Yeah, this is it. So the guy who does the voice of Bill Murray's character in the Ghostbusters is the guy who did the voice of Garfield the cat in the cartoon, really? and Bill Murray played the character Garfield of Garfield and his voice was done by that guy. So yeah, there's a, there's a weird little connection there. Huh. It's a shame they're crap films, unfortunately. They're, yeah, they're, they're films yeah. that my kids have watched multiple times, both of them, unfortunately. I mean, the second one is just diabolical, but yeah, it's not great because it's Brecken Meyer and Jennifer Love Hewitt, I think, are the live-action stars in that. Um, Eyes of the Hawk, Ears of the Wolf, Strength of the Bear, Speed of the Puma. Ah. That is what Marshall Brave Star had. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's literally, sorry guys, that's literally just popped back into my head as we were having this discussion. Yeah, it's surprising how, how many of the. Actually, you know, you've said that. Uh, I remember a conversation. Now, this was only last week uh, because you weren't around with the boys last week, but we, uh, we, we got on this discussion mm. and we were talking about, do you remember the animals of Farthing Wood? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do remember that. Don't even remember how that got onto conversation, but yeah, we we suddenly started talking about the animals of Farthing Wood. I think I may have just mentioned that we were doing this this uh, this episode, and I was perhaps just picking their brains. I don't remember a lot. I I had a few drinks last week. (laughs) I don't remember everything that 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 was said. Um, (laughs) But um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so 
I'm gonna touch on like because we we're progressing pretty far now. Uh, but one of the ones which had a huge influence on me now, I think we may have mentioned it, uh, was the X Men cartoons, and that really, really, really had a huge influence on me as a kid because that was my real foray into comic book stuff, mm-hmm. and actually got me reading comic books because I was so enthralled with the storyline of the X-Men cartoon. I thought the animation was fantastic. I thought the characters were cool. Again, it's, it's super heroics. Um, but this collection of characters as opposed to Spidey, which I also watched as well. And I found very, very enjoyable that, that Spidey run where, like you say, we went through so many different. They know, just, they did it perfectly, didn't they? They, 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 did they, they so introduced good. all of the, things and you didn't you know i didn't know any of this at the time so you're going through all these villains and then you get to a sinister six and you're like what yeah. and then there's a five-part sinister six storyline you're like oh wow that's really cool because you've shown me these guys in other episodes and now you're putting it all together and again i i wasn't aware of comic books i i came very late to the party in comic mm-hmm. books it was 2005 um because you know i'm i'm really gutted about i no, for a fact, I had a copy, an original first print of The Killing Joke that I was bought for a birthday when I was quite young. I mean, less than 10, mm. maybe seven or eight. And the cover scared the shit out of me. So my mom took it away. And it's fair enough because I was scared. I was scared by it. I had no idea what it was. I didn't want to do it. But fuck, if I'd have kept hold of that, man. Jesus. That'd be, uh, that'd be one pretty, uh, pretty pretty tasty comic book would, to have man. right these days. Uh, especially given everything with Three Jokers and things like that exactly. uh, as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, X-Men for me. I mean, how, how many times have we just been out and about or something like that and suddenly it's been... The X-Men films... Oh, it infuriates me when I think about it. The X Men films missed out on such a potential cartoon theme into the films, but they didn't. They kind of put. There was like you say, it's another of, one that should have been in the background somewhere. Yeah. Just or get John Williams to have a play with it and try and get the little themic you know notes in there or something um now, still the best version of gambit we've ever had on screen as well oh yeah oh by oh. a country mile obviously oh, don't even get me started on so many characters rogue so much better in there i, oh, I yeah, could go yeah. on about the x-men cartoon yeah, yeah. maybe that's actually the there, there are you're quite right the, the only ones i can think that i would prefer to watch the live action versions are professor x um magneto uh, and I mean uh, McKellen and mm. Stewart yeah, in yeah. both of those cases, respectively, not McAvoy and uh, Fassbender. Uh, you, and you, sorry, you know what? You I'll, mean... I'll give Jackman Wolverine. Yeah, I, uh... I don't mind his Wolverine. Oh, yeah, I, I prefer it's... the voice of Wolverine oh, in the cartoon, so I think, badass. but I don't dislike Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. So It's just how much he goes. It's just brilliant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. He was more Jeez. like a feral beast. Oh, yeah. God. So, so good. Um, but that's it. You know, whether it was all to do with, uh, you know, the TV rights to, to the show and whether because they had the movie rights. But now let's face it. It's all under the Disney umbrella. So mm-hmm. Disney, sort your shit out and make your fucking theme tunes of old really relevant for your theme tunes. of the future and seen the last three two or three x-men films because they look like a piece of shit if you give me the theme tune i'll go and watch it regardless. 
Well, if that's, that's Disney, because clearly you're story. listening, um, you know, you're buying everything <laughs> else. Why don't you, you know, give us a shout on the uh, 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 on the email, uh, the screenmasters at gmail dot com, and uh, you know, make us an offer, eh? Yeah, or, we'll, or we'll just quite happily join the brand. dot com forward slash the screenmasters, you know, indeed, Any, or you know, at, like, the, yeah. at the sm underscore pod. We're, we're not we're not greedy, Marvel. We're not greedy. Uh, oh no, Disney, no, you don't need to pay know, us two point yeah. five billion or anything no, like no, no, no. that. You know, it's fine. Just, just yeah. you know, twenty five quid in a packet of crisps would do me at this point, to be honest. Yeah, so. Consultation jobs, you know, just it'd be fine. Give me a free Disney Plus access. I steal my brothers anyway. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, again, like this led into my huge foray into, into comic books, which without that, I probably wouldn't have found an enjoyment of. Now we we probably appreciated this a little bit later than uh, than than being kids. Uh, but Justice League and Justice League Unlimited for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They they were incredible shows. When when I don't know whether I don't know whether my daughter's going to have an interest in those mm. because they are very male centric because of the nature of the makeup of the team. Now, don't get me wrong; they do try and diversify, and particularly Justice League Unlimited is an entirely different format where they swap in and out characters. But there's there's not much for a a female fan in there, I would say. Not to say that they're overly sexist or anything, but you know it's the makeup of the seven, isn't it? The seven Justice League members, five of them are men. No, six of them are men. Yeah, you got Wonder Woman. So they introduced Hawk Girl to try and change that balance. It's a little bit a superhero route. I think that'll be something. And we'll sit and watch, show him all of that stuff because yeah, I still remember storylines they set up in the first season paying off three seasons later and mm-hmm. things and like the constant bubbling romance between Batman and Wonder Woman yeah, as a sort of Ross and Rachel type uh, storyline throughout the whole thing. It was it was so good and had so much in it. Again, the voice actors, uh, you know, from that obviously going from the original Batman uh, the animated series, which again is is another fantastic one. I didn't watch it when oh, I was yeah, younger, Batman but I watched it a little bit later, so I found a, a greater appreciation. The Adventures of Superman was was okay. It wasn't it, yeah. it wasn't the scratch on. I on just Batman think I prefer Justice. Batman as a character. I think is what it boils down to. Because my my issue with Superman is that he's too strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why they had to give him Kryptonite. Because how could you beat the guy? It, it was impossible to beat him essentially. Um, and I always felt that not that i related to batman but if you were going to relate to any superhero he was one you could because at least he was just a man yeah. with cool toys and well trained you know that was it he was uh he, he was a smart guy he was he wasn't you know going in there with ridiculous amount of power to to go and bust things up it was he'd use his wits about him to to you know save the day uh and that mm. was it yeah um so again without you know those and and the voice cast. I think that was the thing. You you look back now on some of these ones, and as we said about X Men, uh, you know the voice cast, like the guy who did Wolverine. I sh- I'm sure uh, we we've been playing a game or something recently, and I'm like, that's that's the voice of uh, of of Wolverine. I'm sure it was the game that we're playing at the moment, the version of Zombies uh, on Black Ops. I'm sure one of the voices on there is uh, is is Logan from mm-hmm. the X Men cartoons. So it would be Dempsey is the character you're thinking of. Perhaps in Black Ops. so. So well, we'll, we'll, you know, yeah. 
I will have a But again, this is the and thing we'll from see. those eras, uh, you know, the, as we talked on uh, with, with David Jason and stuff like that, there were really good voice actors and stuff like that. I know that loads of the ones that went from like uh, the Turtles went in and, and did loads of other ones. And again, that was one of the cool things that you could hear voices from different series, but they were entirely separate characters. So you never really took it up. I think Biker Mice from Mars was like, there you go. Oh my there god! Go. That was that was that after one. the turtles, but I swear a couple of the guys who voiced the turtles Christ. voiced a couple of the biker mice from Mars people, and I just went, "Oh yeah, they're the same voice." Oh. what's the other one that's literally just popped? Captain uh, Bucky, Captain Bucky O'Hare. God, that had gone. Yeah. That was out of my head as well. I don't know why I associated it with was biker that mice ilk. from Mars. It was but... it was that kind of cartoon style at that little point i mean this is the thing i was looking at the dates this is what actually tickled me i was looking at the dates and i didn't realize quite how young i was when loads of these originally came out because so much of this was like uh you know 83 to 85 uh 85 to 91 84 to 86 for trapdoor how the hell do i remember trapdoor but it was a you know i was like Two and four at the time. It's it's ridiculous. Obviously, yeah. absolutely. I've just seen that. Yeah, like you say, nineteen ninety two was the start. Yeah, ninety two to ninety seven. Nin- and I was like, wow. So I yeah, was between I... ten and fifteen. Yeah, that was the perfect age for me to to absolutely love that stuff. Come on, what have you found? Doesn't no? look like he is okay. the voice of Wolverine. But I'm I'm looking him up to see if you know him from something else. His name's Steve Blum. Is the voice of that character you're thinking of? Okay. In uh, Black Ops. Oh, he does voices in Star Wars and stuff. Okay. Yeah, well, this and... is. Ah! Oh! Oh, no, no, no. You you are right. You are partly right. Go on. He has become the voice of Wolverine. In what? He's not the original right. voice. But do you remember? Um, what was it called? Wolverine in the X-Men. Yes. More yes, recently. Yes, yes. Ah, see, they, they did that. They teased me. They teased the shit out of me because that, that series ended. That series ended because there was a whole thing about Xavier being in the future and, and, uh, and this, that, and the other. And it basically got to the last episode and we saw the Age of Apocalypse, which is one of the best X-Men storylines of all time. One of the, the absolute best and they ended it on that. And then they cancelled the fucking show, didn't they? So I never got an X- Age of Apocalypse X-Men cartoon. And it pissed me off to no end. And our friend Baggy knows all about this because I ranted and raved with him about it for, for a good day and a half. Well, probably for yeah, five yeah. minutes, but you know. And you ain't wrong. Yeah. Yeah, he's done loads of voices and stuff. He's in loads of the Batman games as well as Killer Croc. Okay, but I've heard him as Wolverine, so that... that yeah, um, no, you, you, yeah. you are right. He did take over the role. Oh my God, he's a mon. From Legend of Korra. Wow. He's the voice of Amon from Legend of Korra as well. Hmm. And Ultimate Spider-Man. He was the voice of Wolverine in that. There yeah. you go. Yeah, he See, is I, essentially... I... He obviously took over from the previous guy at some point. Hmm. But yeah, wow, well done. There you go. Yeah. I hadn't made that link myself. Oh, it just, uh, it's, it's, and in the Avengers series, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's surprising when you suddenly hear a voice and you're like, "Where's that guy?" It's sometimes it takes me a while, but I get there in the end. No, oh, that's fantastic. Well done. Um, so I mean, we've uh, are there any more? You know, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, or cartoons in general? I've got from one that? more. 
that no. I've got an asterisk next to that I remember really, really affecting me uh, because it was one that had a long... It, it was a story. It was telling a story from start to finish. It wasn't a series of interconnect, you know, disconnected episodes. It was called The Mysterious Cities of Cities Gold. Cities of Gold. Oddly enough, I was going to mention that a little while ago, so I'm glad that you did. I loved that show because it was sort of my first introduction. Obviously, like we say, the X-Men and the Spider-Man stuff did four or five parters and things, but that was one consistent narrative from start to finish about them, I think, going to find El Dorado is what yeah, they were after, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, some kids trying to go and find the yeah the lost city of El Dorado. Um, but yeah, I... The only other one I've got is it began with the word telly and I don't know what it was called, but I have a toy of it, a radio controlled toy of this TV show. And I cannot for the life of me remember what the TV show was called, but I I have, I have an original RC toy from it. So this is going to be fantastic for listeners uh, because I'm about to show Fluffy the toy. Can you see that? Oh my god, Look, hang on, I'm going to have to increase the screen now, size. There was a blue one, a yellow one, and this little red one. And the little red one was the smallest and the, the almost the youngest, like the baby one. And I cannot, for the life of me, remember what it was called. I'm sure it I started no with idea. telly, because they had tellies for eyes. But I, I can't remember. But this is a remote control car that I, I, I still I genuinely have. don't recall that thing. I have no idea. Maybe I'll look at it afterwards because I've I've tried googling around it and I just I can't find it. I don't know what take, it was take, called. That's it. Take a picture. Put it up on the uh, the screen masters thing. Hey, that's go, a good idea. I'll there you go. Of. Get 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 all the audience in, involved there. You know, post it. Post it when you uh, when you when you release the episode and go. What the fucking hell is this from? Because yeah. I've no idea. I will post a picture of it. See, we're trying to include you all, audience at home, be a bit more interactive. Uh, by the way, please do uh, let us know if there are any that we yeah. What have we missed? Glaring omissions. I'm sure we missed. must have missed something oh, somewhere God. along the line. That's it. As soon as you said one, I was like, oh, I forgot about that. I mean, my my list is pretty pretty extensive. I've got a whole A4 page here. Uh, you know, that is quite literally littered with with just names of TV shows. So I'm quite impressed of, of how many we've come up with but i'm mm. more astounded by how many we've forgotten um so yeah so, so right, move so... over to saturday and tea time stuff then yeah and, so uh, or whatever we want to call it so yeah so we'll move over to what we'll probably say our live action uh nostalgia um as i say i mean the little things for me i mean i'm, I'm just going to put it top of the pile which we've already mentioned which was the a team and mm. I mean, I went and, again, when they released all of the videos for these, because it took a good few years before they got collections and things like that of these available uh, yeah. for us. So, I mean, this is at an age, again, once, uh, well, if, you, if you're young enough to not know what a VHS is, then what the hell are you doing listening to our pod? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the world of old men. Um yeah. Uh, but yeah, presumably by now, if you're listening and you're that age, you've already Googled what a VHS is because we told <laughs> yeah. you numerous times to go and do so. <laughs> uh, but again, like the 18 for me was just the pinnacle of that kind of Saturday evening 80s live action nostalgia entertainment. I fucking loved it. The, the just ensemble of four 
crazy different characters. Uh, you know, you had the the master plan guy, you had the pretty face, you had the muscle, and you had the crazy guy. Again, what when you're watching uh, a certain TV show we've been talking about recently, just wait when they start start talking about the wild card and stuff like that, and then you suddenly go, "Shit, I'm I'm literally watching an episode of the A Team." It's a bit weird, but you'll 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 notice it when you card episode. Because I've seen that one where he does the because we discussed that in the last one, didn't we? Where he because he goes, uh, "Why aren't the brakes working?" Wildcard, bitches! bitches. And just jumps out the back of the van. That was. Uh, Let's just say there may be more than one episode that involves that similar format. Nice. I look forward to that then, because yes, I always enjoy um, eighteen parodies where, like you say, they go into a shed and they've got a can of spray paint, an old forklift, and some toothpaste, and somehow they manage to make some beastly creation. (laughs) <laughs> that then comes Genius. out and destroys everything. I Just was always more of a fan of Knight Rider, though. That was always the one that got me. Mm. I loved Knight Rider. And again, I like you say, when they started releasing those on DVD, I bought all of that. Um, I realized I hadn't seen quite as much of it as I thought, because I'd totally forgotten that he has an evil doppelganger twin type character called Garth that is essentially David Hasselhoff with a crap mustache on. Yeah. Um, and uh, what was the, Christ, what uh, the car? The... Car. It was called KA. Uh, right. So Kit was the name of his car, the yeah. Knight Industries 2000. Yeah. And Garth's car was called Car, which was Knight or Knight Automated Roving Robot or something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. So it was K A R R. Um, I also bought the two video games they did for that film as well, which were much later, much, much later on PC. Uh, and they were shit. But there you go. Uh, I remember they did the uh, they they did like Knight Rider, like the next version, and it was oh, like Knight a Rider bunch 2000. of people. Yeah, it was a bunch of people in different cars, and it looked fucking atrocious. I remember one from when we were at uni as well that they tried to restart it as well, uh, and it, the car was a Mustang, um, and Val Kilmer did the voice of the car yes. in this more modern version. Yeah. And that ran for 13 episodes in one yeah. season. And that was the end of that. Because yeah. it was shit. Yeah, I, I just remember the pilot. Uh, I, I say pilot, you know, the first episode. I remember watching that way back because you had one actor who was Michael Knight or whatever the hell his name yeah. was. And then obviously he gets like his face shot off or whatever the hell happens and then he That's just right. comes out with these bandages takes it off and he's like well who's this person and i was like well you're david hasselhoff like yeah <laughs> you're the guy who's doing the tv show and i just remember watching that first one and just going this is just weird uh yeah. but yeah what a great series it turned out to i be. loved that show i really did i still do now i still love it now i, I yeah it, it, it like i say it's crap nonsense but i'd, I'd watch it I'd yeah. i mean watch it. I know that obviously in that ilk of of um, of A Team and Knight Rider, there was Airwolf. I really didn't. Yeah, I didn't I get into that. I can show you the theme tune. And again, all Don't of these TV shows again, yeah. theme tunes ingrained in my head. I know them yeah. all. Like you yeah. say, even Airwolf that I didn't watch, it had a theme tune that sticks in my head. I think the same guy. Oh no, carry on. You, you know, it's probably it probably was like that. Yeah, again, those shows of those ilk all had the same. I think they were thing. the same creative mind behind yeah. them. I think the same person came up with yeah, the yeah. idea for the series, but I have no idea and no basis on that. It's just a thought that's in my head, so I'm not going to stick by it and quote that. 
See, I, again, I knew the quote right at the beginning of the A-Team. I don't know it all exact. I could try it, but I'd only embarrass myself. So something about 1974 Soldiers of Fortune or something or other. Yeah, in 1974. And again, like you say, yeah, Knight yeah, Rider yeah. started with, you know, a lone man on a mission to make, you know, to... Oh, what is it? Something about the weak yeah. and the powerless. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, again, I'm trying to replay. Weirdly enough, I'm trying to play that one in my head. It's not coming... As easily it should do, but uh. um, so yeah, I mean, again, like we started getting other shows of that kind of stuff. Now, one with uh, a guy who would later become uh, very, very important for another TV series that we both love and hopefully we'll talk about at some point in the future. So, yeah, that show was MacGyver. If you remember MacGyver at all. I didn't watch that first time around, but I did. I do know it. I, I was lucky enough to, to watch it the first time around. Again, it was that thing of similar to, to the A-Team where he just got a bunch of crap from a garage and turned it into a flying machine or whatever the hell he needed. But he was a badass. Like MacGyver was a true badass. And I just remember when he went in and did Stargate and I was just sat there going, but it's MacGyver. And then I was like, ah, it's, it's, it's not MacGyver anymore. And mm-hmm. yeah, just, just going, okay, that's Jack O'Neill. That's, that's, that's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with O'Neill, him. Yeah. Um, again, cause I'd seen the film, I'd gone to one of the, I'd actually, I think I'd gone to the premiere or an early showing of the first Stargate film when I was young. Uh, cause of my old man being right. in, the biz so i remember going to to see it and go wow this is really really cool sci-fi film i was a big sci-fi fan at that point and so when the tv series came around i went well hang on a minute that's not that's not kurt russell what's going on and that was where i was at an age where i was suddenly like oh okay when you do a a movie you're not going to do the tv show because you just you know it's just not going to happen that was at that era where i was beginning to understand that kind of stuff yeah 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 um, um, any any shows that stuck well, out for you? Well, um, after those sort of ones, because again, like stuff like Knight Rider and things, they they sort of ended as we were very young. So yeah. I guess we must have been watching reruns, or yeah. it was just the delay that it took to get across the pond, essentially from America. True, because we were always behind, weren't we, by quite yeah. a long way in the early days, like up to a year and a bit behind. Sometimes we didn't have and the luxury only of nowadays where we're sort of only a month behind or weeks behind when yeah. it comes to stuff like Game of Thrones. They even showed it. You know, simultaneous. Simultaneous, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's not sat- it used to be satellite. Uh, it's sort of cable. streaming, I think, has yeah, changed, that, hasn't now, it? Because yeah. when you release yeah. it on streaming, it's available across the world at the same time. Yeah. So I think that's what's changed it. But um, Baywatch was the the next one that yes. came after that for me. Obviously, being a young man of a certain age, mm-hmm. you were probably going to watch Baywatch. Yeah. And you probably know who Pamela Anderson was. Um, and to this day, I I always say the best way to go because again american viewers anyone who's not from the uk uk seas if you go down to our beaches and you go in the sea even on a hot day the sea is fucking freezing okay it just doesn't get warm ever it's not so sand, best... sand either no it's like the... stones yeah it depends where you go i'd say well, but I yeah, suppose it, it a lot of the places it is um but the best way to get into the sea and get yourself acclimatized is to do the baywatch run into the sea so, because that was always the bit, wasn't it? They'd run into the water in slow motion, just as far as they could, and then just dive in. So that's that's what I always do. If I'm going in the sea, I always pelt it down to the sea as fast as I can and just dive in as soon as I can't run anymore. Again, what a theme tune! What a theme tune on that one as well. Now you see, I I've been trying to rack my brains on this because I do know it, but 
it's it's not it i can't get it i can't get it I, i've got the i've got the general uh beat of it i couldn't tell you the words but i've got the general beat of it in my head I'll have to I'll have to look that one up because I do remember loving it because I I originally thought it was people stand in the darkness. There you go. Afraid to step into the light. Some people need to have somebody. La 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 la. No, and then it's don't you worry. It's gonna be alright. Yeah, something like that. Because I'm always ready. I won't <laughs> let you out of my sight. See, you just needed a few bars. That was it. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Oh, yeah, there it is. Thank you. I knew I knew it. I knew it was there. I just couldn't get started with it. But I remember that. Um, uh, any other any other words? I apologise everyone for doing so much singing this episode because I can't <laughs> sing for shit but you know it's fun isn't it it's nice uh, it's put a smile on my face so that's good yeah. shit yeah after after your weeks of pain I'm glad to see you smiling buddy yeah yeah man it's nice uh, yeah um, any other any other ones of that era well yeah I mean I again taking it very British um, those sort of tea time slots I remember on uh, BBC One we had stuff like Noel's house party, yeah, uh, where he'd do the gotchas, where he'd set uh, celebrities up into a silly situation and then uh, prank them. Essentially, what would be uh, to the American viewers uh, think punked, punked, it's called, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So think punked. Basically, that was that was pinched from Noel's house party. Essentially, I mean, I can't guarantee that that's where he watched it and got the idea, but. They were doing exactly that in this country before then. Also, Beatles About, I know it was ITV, but that was the same sort of thing as well, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But that was setting up the general public. Oh, God, yeah, um, Jeremy Beadle, bloody uh, hell. Yeah. That's, a, that's a first one I've not thought of in a yeah. long time. And, uh, I mean, obviously nowadays, that's kind of still going. Uh, Ant and Dec's Saturday Night Takeaway is sort of elements of Noel's House Party mixed with elements of The Generation Game, which is another mm. show that I remember vividly from those days. Um, also, on a, a note, I mentioned this. Uh, I've tweeted something about this when the Snooker World Championships were on, um, uh, saying like, "There's never been a film about because there are supposed to be like you know, there's so many amazing, really clutch sort of really important snooker matches. Yet we've never seen a film about one. Yeah, you know, we've seen one about important tennis matches, important F1 match, uh, races, that sort of mm. stuff, right?" Has has Hollywood finally met its match because it knows it cannot make snooker interesting <laughs> at all? Like it's just not possible, so they just don't do it. But yeah. on that note, and, and I tweeted out like it, I tweeted out stuff to that effect, and someone was like, "Oh, there was a TV series back in the day." I was like, "Well, the only one I can think of is Big Break." Yeah, which I used to freaking love. Yeah, and that John was awesome. Burgo in his John trick Burgo shots and, and stuff. Yeah. It was Jim Davidson, was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's probably not talk about that guy. Yeah, let's not days. talk about him. He's probably not. I mean, I don't know the details, but I'm sure he's probably not someone we should talk about. But no, 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 no. He's he's, he's, he's a full on racist wanker these days. Oh, okay, good. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Right. So yeah, he's he's just an asshole. That's good. We'll we'll yeah. deal with that. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Virgo and that, and I I loved that show too. Um, and then I always thought Saturday Night, but actually, um, again, shout out to uh, I may tweet 
Mr. Pachiti when uh, when this goes live at Cultaholic because I was watching. He is doing a Twitch stream on a Tuesday night at the minute mm-hmm. called See You Next Tuesday. Um, and he's essentially sits for a couple of hours watching either old British game shows or uh, Takeshi's Castle or a mixture of everything. God, so Takeshi's. this week he watched an episode of Bullseye. Oh, bully. I was like, bully, brilliant. I thought that was Saturday night, but actually Jim Bowen was like, oh, Sundays wouldn't be Sunday without bully. And I was like, oh, okay, it was Sunday night then. Um, I mean, for me, I remember Sunday night was always Top Gear for me back in the sort of... See, yeah, it's just that 180! I just remember that shit. Oh, Um, Oh my God. But yeah, it was was brilliant. And yes, if, if anyone's bored on a Tuesday night and you live alone, it's really funny. It's like, it's like you're sitting watching some old TV with your mates. It's good fun. He's he's very entertaining as he does it. Um, I'd I'd recommend that. But yeah, Bullseye was was fantastic as well. I mean, for me, uh, I was lucky enough um, that I remember watching Only Fools and Horses. Like I was probably too young at that point to really understand and should be watching it. But I just remember watching it for years and years and years and years. And obviously we eventually built up to, you know, the Christmas specials, you know, where they won the lottery and stuff like that. I mean, even now that is, I still think the most watched show in British history, isn't it? Probably something, like that, Probably like? something like that. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, there's so many series of it and they, yeah. it's one of the rare shows as well where they survived different cast members. Um, yeah. I mean, it's only granddad to uncle, but you know, that, that yeah. would kill a lot of TV shows these days having to take a core, you know, unfortunately he passed away. So they, they had to find a new character to take that role. Mm. I always preferred uncle Albert to, to grandpa, but, um, yeah, yeah granddad that joke, was, uh, the only problem yeah. with that show is it sours in my memory because it went too far. It went too long. It ended perfectly. And I, oh, I yes. may have said this before on a, right. on a pod on pod or maybe not, but the, the point of only falls and horses was one day, son, we'll be millionaires. And they became millionaires. And I just, like you say, in those Christmas specials, they became millionaires. And I always thought that's where it should have stopped. But they obviously, yeah. they made yeah. more. Oh, so they lost all the money and then they were back in the same old place. And it's like, oh no, you you took the characters on the journey. It's like yeah. Red Dwarf. If you're ever going to yeah. end Red Dwarf, they have to get back to Earth. Because that's what the whole point of the show has been. I want to go back home. I want to get back to Earth. So if you're going to end the show, end it with that and never touch it again. I don't want to see any more after that point because that was the be-all and end-all. That was where we were aiming for. Yeah. No, totally, totally agree. It was that thing of those uh, three three or so episodes. And again, it was the build-up to it. Uh, There was the one where they were dressed as Batman and Robin. And I I remember just wetting myself. Because they turn up, I was there, they turn up to a funeral, uh, and uh, it's like Boise's just lied to them. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, oh fucking hell! Yeah, like you say, it's that it's that sequence because it's it's as they're running because the van breaks down, so they have to run to the party that turns out to be a funeral, and they run past a local councillor who's being mugged. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just she's being mugged. It's all scary, and then suddenly. 
the Batman theme from the 60s TV show plays and they come running around the corner looking like a couple of knockoff yeah. Batman and Robins in crap outfits. Oh, my God. I laughed at that at least four or five times after yeah. I saw it for the first time. It just got me every single time. It's the bit where he goes, because obviously he knows, who because he, he obviously wants to get his uh, kitchen expansion or whatever the yeah, hell it was. Right. And he's just like, oh, counsellor. And he goes up to her and he starts talking to her. And it's like, how the fuck does he know who I am? And then Rodney just looks at him and goes, Dale. And then punches yeah. his hand and goes, let's go. And it's just how he does that. Oh, yeah. my fucking god yeah oh my god and then yeah then 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 uh, not not winning the lottery but you know it's the it's the watch yeah uh, and it's uh it's cassandra's father who who sees it and is just like oh do you do you know about this and and then yeah they're sitting in the car after after they just walked in and it was like uh 1.2 million dollars and then uh, or million pounds and then like dell passes out and then it just carries on and then eventually they walk in and then it's just like Okay, so they're now uh, the bid is now eight point four million pounds or something like that, and then like the other one, I just remember that, and it was just that feel good moment of fucking hell. If anybody deserves it, it's you guys. Yeah, You're right there. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, like you say, because yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking through various other episodes. I remember the chandelier one very clearly, yeah. where they're, they're yeah. removing the chandelier and they get the wrong one. <laughs> Um, I think the, I think it was actually voted like the funniest gag in British comedy history or something is the bit where he's in the pub with, is it Trigger? He's in the pub. It is Trigger. It is Trigger. And he's, they just stood by the bar and he's like, right, Trig, let's play this easy because they've got their eyes on a couple of birds. And unbeknownst to Dell, the barmaid comes out, lifts (laughs) up the bar and he goes to rest on the bar and just falls straight through it. And oh my God. (laughs) It's so so funny. That was such and a then TV show. It's just when he stands up and he's just like, "Let's go," and he's like, "Why? Why?" And he's just like, "Oh, you 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 broke my call or something like." Yeah. And he blames it all on Trigger. Yeah. Um. And again, Peckham like, Spring you... as well. Do you remember the Peckham Spring? Yeah. The, the glow Peckham in the dark Spring. water. Yeah. yeah. I remember and... my dad also exp- having to explain to me why Damien Dor- <laughs> Derek Trotter was a funny name. And because I didn't get it. So for anyone that doesn't know, DDT is obviously the initials and DDT is a very, very uh, bad chemical used in uh, farm, uh, you know, pesticide, essentially, but was found to be incredibly toxic. So it was banned in this country. Uh, for use on it's crops. also a pretty badass wrestling move as well exactly yeah, right. exactly but that's what the, again the wrestling move i i don't know what the wrestling move stands for is it the same thing or does the wrestling move mean something different i don't know you know i don't know it's always just been referred to as a ddt or same... tornado DZ, you know thing isn't it it's you know it's a bad thing so it's a bad move mm. but you know anyway um so yes he had to explain to me why that was bad but again when the the episode where damien's born and you get all the 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 uh, what is it when Rodney looks at him <laughs> and the music's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the yeah. omen or something. Yeah. It's Hi, Damien, brilliant. and any time he's left in a room with him on his own, uh, any time after that, he just looks at him like, and he's just got the god uh, fear of God in his eyes. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Mm. Um, yeah, so but good. again, like that, so that reminds me of other shows from that kind of, of era. Do you, I mean, uh, again, uh, I remember stuff on Channel 4. Do you remember Desmond's? I do. Desmond. Fantastic show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and those little ones, again, Red Dwarf uh, was of that 
era where I was young enough to start watching that. And, you know, I don't... Yeah, I remember watching the first episode of that live in 1989, I want to say. Me nans, because we'd just driven up to my nans in Birmingham and it was Mm. just starting as I arrived. And I remember watching the first episode. Oh, see, I don't think I started watching... Excuse me, don't think I started watching it until maybe the end of season two perhaps um but yeah um i think i uh, there's also a particular slot that i remember that was on bbc two on weekdays Mm. at 6 p.m there was always a 45 minute american tv show and that's where i first found uh star trek Mm. next generation um and fresh prince i believe was was in in that slot as well um and quantum yes that was another one that was in there. Uh, obviously, I won't go into too many of those because I know we'll we'll do a Star Trek episode at some point, and um, we've toyed with the idea of a Quantum Leap episode at some point as well. But yeah, we if we do, if we do, we, there is a certain uh, person um, that that we have to get in because he, yeah, uh, he, he we, I'll have to force absolutely. him into a chair and, and put a microphone in front of him because he knows more about Quantum Leap than I will ever ever know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And yeah, that's. But yeah, I think I'm just looking through my list. I think we've, we've I think we've pretty yeah. much we've covered everything I could think. Yeah, that's of. it. I mean, I'm surprised. You know, there's 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 a lot of there. Uh, a lot. Sorry, on my list there that uh, that we we covered. Ah, oh, dinosaurs. Do you remember dinosaurs? Oh yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. this weird. I, I think it was a Disney production. Um, I want to. I think you're yeah. right there. Actually, I think you are. But it was live action, yeah. wasn't it? And they they sort of had dinosaurs. Yes. On. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, the baby yeah. was just an absolute bastard uh, and hated yeah. the father and stuff like that. I don't remember much more than that. Um, but yeah, so I think, you know, we've we've gone through a lot there. And uh, I'm sure most people at home are probably racking their brains trying to remember the theme tunes for half of these. Uh, we will try to assist as best we can uh, and see what ones we can throw in there. Or, you know, you could just listen to, to Pete's renditions on repeat. Uh, with his <laughs> voice of an angel over there. Um, yeah, yeah. No, go and look them up. They're way better. Like I say, raccoons particularly. Raccoons. I'm, I'm determined now that I'm going to try and end, end this episode by having uh, the raccoons theme play us out. There you go. Um, pers- personally, I'd go with X-Men. But, you know, that that's just me. No, that's fine. We can do more. <laughs> more, more, more. Uh, we, we could always open with one and end with the other. I mean, again, it's Saved by the Bell for all. It's a crap TV show. I, I remember the, the, the theme tune yeah. is there. It's yeah. all there. Yeah, it's just that 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 era, that that eighties nineties era, just had some pretty crazy, uh, pretty crazy shows with some pretty crazy themes. And as I say, I could not tell you any theme show for for most TV shows that are out now, even uh, even ones that you know we, we enjoy as adults now. I couldn't tell you half of the theme tunes and stuff like that. A lot of them uh, maybe don't have them anymore. I mean, I suppose yeah. if you think of, uh, I suppose when I think of. Um... Uh, maybe it's down to the streaming thing again, because Netflix gives you the option to skip the intro, true, as do a lot true. of the streaming services, don't they? And particularly this day and age, they make them short if they're going to do one. Um, but, you know, maybe I, there's definitely, uh, yeah, something's happened somewhere along the line. Definitely. I don't know yeah, where, I mean, where even, the people um... who wrote these things have gone and why they're not doing it anymore. Yeah, even even the shows such as uh, you know Star Trek, which again, if whether you enjoy them or not, each one of those series, next well, original, next gen, 
you know, DS9 Voyager. They they each had a very unique theme tune. Um, but I can remember all of them because, granted, I'm, I'm a Star Trek fan, but they were each a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I could not really tell you what Discovery or Picards are because they're just a bit generic, is what I would say. Yeah. Um, Picards yeah. was like a mashup type homage to the original themes, I think. Yeah. It kind of had flavours of the next generation theme running through a different thing. I, hmm. Yeah, the the only one of note in the last few years which, which I really enjoyed, um, it, sadly the, the show itself could have been a lot better, was Preacher. I thought the theme intro for that was really spot on. I thought it was very, yeah. uh, very good. Um, yeah, that's cool. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us on our trip down nostalgia lane. Um, let us know in the comments and on the twitters and hashtags and things that I don't, I don't really understand social media these days. So, no, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm determined. I'm going to have a bit more of a push when we get into the new year, and I've got a bit more time to uh, push the Twitter bit. But um, yes, do join us. Um, use. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Because I could say, like, use the hashtag Screen Masters to do da da. I, I don't know how I look up who's using that hashtag. <laughs> I don't know how I'd find out if you've used it. So let's just keep the safe option where I do know where my mentions are. So, you know, at us. Include us in an at symbol thing and do at the SM underscore pod and let us know what we've forgotten, what we've missed out, uh, or what we're totally wrong about. Um, which, you know, quite frankly, if you think Nightmare wasn't amazing, you're wrong. Simple as that. Um, yes, join us on... Uh, oh, no, I can't say join us. That's copyright, uh, gimmick infringement. Um, right, facebook.com forward slash the Screen Masters <laughs> or at the SM underscore pod or twitter.com forward slash the SM underscore pod to see what's going on, to leave us a message. Let us know what you think. We shall be back in another couple of weeks. Uh, I know what we're looking at, but I'm not going to tell you. So there you go. Have you told me? Because if you have, I've forgotten. Uh, uh, you can yeah. tell me after the pod, I'll so we don't surprise the, the you know, we'll surprise yeah. the audience at home. Um, so yeah, for now, I have been Bav. I have been Fluff. And this has been Screen Masters. Previously on X-Men.